Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. And I am Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. How are you today, Ambrosia? I am doing really great. How are you doing today, love? I am, I'm doing okay. It's been a bit, if, I don't even know if you can see it. Oh, Andy, you but, can see it. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, you can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you yeah. look like uh, you have one effed up eye. Um, how, you, how you feel about, how you feel about my coffee and that's how I feel about your eye. Oh it no. Oh no. It's, it breaks my heart. Yeah. We're falling apart here at Interbloom. Yeah, <laughs> totally. That's what I said to my husband. I'm like, I'm, I'm falling apart, man. And he's like, I know how it feels. I feel that all the time. Um, but yeah, I had like the most weirdest like freak accident this weekend where I was just like walking outside and this bug just flew full force into my eye and like scratched the shit out of it. And uh, I have a scratched cornea. So um, yeah. It's one of those. It's one, and Ambi has a scratched throat. <laughs> I have not been sick since the pandemic started. And I got a cold. And it sucks. I'm but sorry. That's I'm okay. That's all right. I'll survive. What but, you, you know, maybe both of these things are happening so that we can, like, it's like, so you can get clearer in your throat and I can get clearer vision, hopefully. I'm gonna I know. To- I don't feel like my throat is blocked, though. That's what makes me upset is, like, hmm. what am I not saying? Well, that's how I feel about my eye. I'm like, what am I not seeing? I'm, like, angry at the universe. I'm like, I-, I understand this has to do with, like, what I'm seeing and shit, but, like, what aren't I seeing? I feel like I see everything. What? Your eyes literally making my eyes water. I'm so sorry. <laughs> should I wear my eye patch again? I don't, <laughs> I don't have a straight-up eye patch, but I might get well, – I have to go to my grandpa's funeral uh, this week, and I I might have to get an eye patch according to your reaction, so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not – it's not offensive. It's just, like, you looked – over to the side and I saw how red it was and I'm like holy shit man yeah it it feels like it's like glassing over and like what I will say is the human body is pretty freaking amazing (laughs) Tara said gross dude well sorry guys I'm so sorry Tara also said pirate outfit please yeah maybe maybe Tara was talking about me blowing my nose maybe that's what Tara was saying no I think it's I think it's about the eye, but it's okay, guys. Okay. It's okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I, but I do get this feeling. It's like, um, after this, we'll come back stronger and better. You got this, girl. 
I believe in you. I believe oh in you. Oh, God. When I saw your story on Instagram, I was like, I literally was like, did she, did she accidentally, like, lodge something into her eye? No. Holy shit. Well, it's kind of a bug. Yeah, this bug. This bug. It was a bitch. It's a total bitch. Sorry. Um, I just imagine the bug, like, like, it was like a bullet. It was like and like that. And I suddenly was like, oh. <laughs> I told Andy, I was on the phone with my mom. I swear I must have said fuck like 99 times in a row. I was just like, she was like, what's going on? What's going on? I couldn't even answer her because all I could say was fuck. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Because it's like something's in your eye and it's burning your eye, but you can't <clears throat> get it out. And you don't even know what the hell just happened. It's anyway. I literally imagined two scenarios. The bug's view, okay? And him being like, ah. Like just going for it. And then I imagine a stranger watching you and like just watching you get hit by oh like my an god. invisible man. Like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and those scenarios make me so happy because not that it happened, but just like what it must have looked like from the bug's perspective and also from a stranger. But I'm really sorry that your eye hurts and I hope you feel better. Oh, I I was thinking about that too. I was thinking about how the bug was really in a hurry somewhere. Like it was on a straight path somewhere. It was like, maybe it was going to save its family. Maybe it was like super bug or something and it was on its way to save its family. Or maybe it was like on a run, but like a fly, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then- just trying to get home from work. Yeah, trying to get home. And he got into an accident. Into my eye. It was a fatal accident. You know what it made me think of, though? It's kind oh of God. like how, okay, like I hear sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll hear people like, okay, someone's in like an accident, right? Like a real accident, yeah. like, a, like a traffic accident or something like that. And, you know, I kind of sometimes when I hear about that, I, I will get like a bird's eye view from like source or whatever you want to call it. Like I'll kind of see it from all above and be like, oh, they were kind of attracting that accident for a little while just because of you know, what, like, like the accident was coming to them. They, or the two people were kind of like attracting each other, right? Like they were kind of getting closer and closer together based off of like, cause I've gotten in an accident and later on looked at it and been like, dude, that I could feel that coming. Like I mm-hmm. could feel the path I was on. I could feel like what I was pulling in, you know? So I kind of was thinking about that with the bug. It's like me and that bug, we, we were calling each other in for a long time. And I'm sorry to the bug for having to die in my eye. (laughs) It could have been worse. You could have been the bug in somebody else's eye. Exactly. Only one of us got out alive. I just got out with like a mess up eye. I went and looked at a house yesterday. The realtor is probably like, what is wrong? What is? Maybe she just thought you were a cosplayer. For what? I don't know. A pirate. No, I didn't have the thing. I took the thing off my eye. What? I was like, I'm not going to, she's going to, I didn't want her to think anything else. Like, I didn't want her to think like, <laughs> I love how your reaction was like, what? Like, how could you? <laughs> you wouldn't saw her like that? <laughs> and it was worse yesterday, dude. It was worse. Look, she's been texting me all day. She clearly doesn't mind was it. Not, no. Was not, yeah, was she's not probably seen. By the bug in your eye. Yeah. And at least it's not still in there because that would be really terrible. Exactly. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I hope everyone is thoroughly entertained by this bug bug uh, bit. Otherwise, you have turned off the episode by now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but. Um, Moving on. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. So. Um, 
Today, we're going to talk about... Is that your meditation voice? Yes. Today... That's your meditation. It's good. I like it. Today, we're going to talk about meditation. And I think it's it's a different kind of perspective on... or it's different twist on the meditation topic. It's not about like you should meditate and, and all that. It's it's kind of about the Ambie and I have been talking about this this morning and I've been talking about it with other people recently. And it's kind of this idea that I think everyone like goes into meditation with a slightly different like perspective of like why they're doing it, like mm-hmm. what they're gonna get out of it, yeah. how they do it. And I told Ambie that I've been reading recently, literally, guys, if you ever read one book in your whole entire life, I swear. Wait, tell them what your new job is. Tell them what your new job is. I'm a, what? I'm like a book reviewer? You're a book salesman. I'm a book salesman. Yeah, I sell books for people because I just get so excited. All different types. Because I just get so excited about them and then (laughs) it's infectious. Um, but yeah, this book is, you guys probably know it, but I've known about it for a while. I've just never read it. It's called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And, um, it's so powerful. I cannot get over it, but it's all about like scientifically showing you and explaining Mm -hmm. to you what is happening, um, when you are meditating, when you're not in the present moment, where your energy is going, where your energy gets stuck, uh, and how to literally magnetize things to you. And again, it's like scientifically proven, like Dr. Joe Dispenza Dispenza has a whole team that does um, research and experiments on people, not scary experiments, like experiments using like a, what do you call it? Like the neuro, like they, they scan your brain and stuff like that when you're before and after you do certain things and, um, you know, as you're having certain experiences. So it is really powerful. And in it, one of the things that he was talking about is the fact that, um, you know, basically we get addicted to, um, So for me, for example, I go through a lot of shame and guilt cycles continuously. Like I've been this way since I've been little. I've always like gone through this and sometimes it gets better, like a lot better. And then I'll just end up like really going back into it. And so in this book, Dr. Joe Dispenza is talking about how um, actually you're physically addicted to the chemicals that your body produces when you're in those states. So the reason that you can't get out of those cycles is because you're physically addicted and you don't even realize it. Like your body is craving um, those chemicals, which is another way to look at self-sabotage, by the way. It's another way instead of like you're self-sabotaging. It's like, well, your body is kind of unconscious. You're unconsciously allowing your body to um, like – give you help you get those chemicals again like you want those chemicals again your body wants it sorry so you will unknowingly do something that will allow you to get those chemicals again but anyway um so it was really powerful to start to understand that and he was talking about so the way that you change this the way that you get out of this is truly you need like meditating meditating with the intent to unhook your energy from the past and from the energy of the past and unhook your energy from the energy of the future, which is what happens when your mind goes to those places, right? And continue to practice to allow yourself to be in the space of now, which is where you can magnetize everything to you. And he was also talking about how, um, you know, the reason that you just keep repeating things over and over is because like you're if you don't allow yourself to do that through the process of meditation, for example, 
you can't create anything new because the only thing your brain has to feed you is the experiences of the past or the future, right? That's all there is. It's just the same patterns repeating. So there's no way for you to change that cycle if you don't stop and take that time and train yourself to be in the present moment, which allows you to unhook and create something new. So again, this might sound like all stuff you've probably heard before from Abraham Hicks or even we've talked about some stuff like this, but I just can't even stress to you enough how powerful it is to see this explained with like scientific diagrams and like evidence of this. And anyway, it got us talking about meditation. That's where you're going to end up? Yeah. Okay. It got us talking about meditation, how we use meditation. And well, I'll say one other thing. I had a friend say to me recently that they were really bad at meditation. And I said, why? And they said, well, I, um, I never go anywhere. I just stay in my body. And I was like, well, what do you, like, why is that bad? And they were like, oh, I just thought you were supposed to go somewhere. Like every time I do a guided meditation at the end, they always tell me to come back into my body. And I'm like, yep, right here. So from their perspective, they were failing at meditation. And I was like, I don't go places. I, you know, I'm pretty much there. Um, But I feel like I'm in a state of peace and a state of connectedness. So, you know, Thought it would be interesting to have this conversation about like wh- how do you meditate and what is me- what is what is your intent when you meditate personally <clears throat> um so i like what you said i've heard of that book before i'm just gonna circle back around yeah i've heard of that book before um i have not read it um but i am gonna download audible because you are really turning me on to a lot of books, all right? So I just need to, like, catch up with you. So you guys see what a good book salesman I am. Yeah, she's already sold me a couple, okay? Um, Anyway, I digress. The point here is I think that a lot of people misunderstand what meditation is, and I feel like as human beings, myself included, obviously I'm a human, but we want to make everything a competition or – We want to make everything, I'm better at this person. Like, I know that the reason, I put dry shampoo in my hair, that's crazy. Um, I know the reason that I don't go to yoga is because I hurt myself in yoga because I literally am in a competition with other people on how flexible I am, which defeats the whole purpose (laughs) of yoga. So I have just opted into not going to yoga. Mm -hmm. But with meditation, people can easily do the same thing. I'm not good at this. I I think too much. I can't clear my mind. And I think a lot of people that practice meditation for a long time tell you to clear your mind and your thoughts and things like that. But here's where I think people misunderstand is that I think once you've been doing something for so long and it becomes very like second nature to you, it becomes very easy. You forget where you were when you started. And so when you start a a practice like meditation, where you're trying to like clear your thoughts, you could do this also with like different forms of breath work, but where you're trying to clear your thoughts, the point is not to clear your thoughts. The point is to relax and just be still. Mm -hmm. And at least for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I, I do meditation, for example, or breath work. Breath work is a lot because sometimes I feel like I'm legit dying. I'm like hyperventilating. But the feeling that I get after it is <clears throat> that that euphoric hit of dopamine, right? That my brain likes. And so 
Same thing with meditation if I go into like a really good meditation practice. So for me, what will go on in my head is, oh, I, I should be spending time with my kids. Oh, well, you're not, you're not doing a good job as a mom because you're sitting here meditating and they're running around. Oh my God, are they dying? Are they, did they eat poop? What happened? What's going on? Where's the dog? Like my brain is just like, boom, 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 all over the place, right? And so what I can do sometimes if it's anxiety that comes up, I'll start to tap on myself. My nose is itchy, sorry. And then if it's not anxiety and it's just, don't forget you have to do this today. You have to make this video. You have to uh, respond to this person. I just sit with it and I just go, yeah, I do need to do that. Thank you. And what about, um, what about uh, something else? Like I kind of distract my ego or that voice in my head that says you should, you should, you should, you should, you should into another thing. And how do you feel about this? I almost like talk to that voice. Mm -hmm. And so I do this a lot before I begin to channel. And that's kind of how I realized what was happening is <clears throat> I could say something really inappropriate, but <laughs> well, maybe you I already said I, will. Out of I already it. started <laughs> it. So <clears throat> maybe women know what I'm talking about here. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sometimes when you're having sex, Okay. And you get in your head about what is happening. And then you're yeah. like, it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Just, just stop. Just stop yeah. the whole thing. Okay. That is kind of how I feel <laughs> about channeling sometimes. <clears throat> I will be like, this is taking too long. This isn't working. Everybody's <laughs> shouting on me. I can't handle this pressure. And so like, we're done. We're shutting this down. Yeah. So it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. And so I think that one of the things that I realized is all of those thoughts that go on in your head are normal thoughts and you can kind of distract yourself. So for me, what meditation looks like when I meditate by myself and when I meditate before I go into channeling, it is, um, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. And then I go, okay, and what about the Arcanine? What about my guides? Can you show me um, what I'm supposed to do, right? Like I ask a question, an open-ended question. And then I'll hear almost like a panic, like, oh, well, we don't know what happened, blah, 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 blah. And then as I just keep going and asking open-ended questions and open-ended questions, what I hear is another voice usually a more of a masculine voice. And what they will say is something along the lines of, um, are you done asking questions? Or mm -hmm. something like beyond my own, what I feel like is my own wisdom. Um, and that's when I know I'm speaking to my guides, I'm speaking to um, the Ark Nine, I'm speaking to whatever intelligence that I, I wanna connect to at that time. And then I just keep speaking to that voice until the Ark Nine will literally say, are you ready to begin? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. So it's, <clears throat> it's, it's takes practice though. And I'm sharing this story on the podcast. And I'm going to share it again. There was a time where I, I don't meditate every day, but I used to meditate every day. And so I was meditating <clears throat> and every day for a week, I saw my credit card uh, debt like lined out, just like how I make my budgets, saw my credit card debt every single day. 
And every day I would be like, get out of here, thought, like, you're not welcome here. I would try to like push away my ego instead of asking me, why are you showing me this? Is there something more? What should I see now? What's going on here? Instead of asking kind of open-ended questions, I was like pushing it away. The end of that week, my father calls me and we're not very close. My father calls me and he says, I want to do something nice for you. I want to pay off your credit card debt. How much credit card debt do you have? And I didn't fucking know because I didn't go over my credit card debt. So I had to go through it at that point. But it was it was my intuition, my guides, whatever you want to call it, telling me this is some this is because I was asking, what should I know right now? This is what you need to know. So sometimes those thoughts are not just your excuse me. Sometimes those thoughts are not just your ego, but they are actual infinite intelligence telling you this is where you're going now. This is what you should be doing now. I like that. I I feel like it's it's interesting. Like for me, I think I've gotten much ever since kind of opening up my intuition. I've used into I've so far used meditation as kind of it's kind of sounds like what you're talking about, but I think you're better at like going into like really getting present with it because I think looking back over how I've used uh, meditation for the past like year or so it's been more like, okay, like, let me get some information here, right? Like, let me, like, intentionally, like, feel into something specific. But not really taking the time to be with me. You know what I mean? Um, so I, over the past, just literally, I just started it yesterday because of the book, was talking about, like, what truly the power of this practice of, it's kind of like you said, of, like, um, thoughts come up and you just you sit with the intention to meditate and you just what I've been doing is like dropping down into my heart space and really either focusing on like a mantra or like a something that I can focus on like even a visualization of like my heart or something and then I'll notice oh my thought I've started thinking about dinner I've started thinking about what I should get someone for their birthday I've started thinking about whatever and anytime I notice it I just go kind of like you said okay that's cool come back and focus again and we start again and it's that process of training right it's the process of saying i'm not going to let you go where i you're not leading me i'm mm-hmm. leading you mm-hmm. cuz the thoughts are all connected to these programs right that say mm-hmm. you got to do this you don't have time da 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 so the thought so if we let the thoughts win then we're uh, we are not in control and we are not here in the present moment we're spending all our time in the past or in the future so it's so to me what i've what i'm coming back to the belief of is like meditation i think is really about that process of just continuously coming back to yourself and it's okay if thoughts come up it's the process it's about the process it's not about even the doing it it's the process of it's like training a dog you know, when you when a dog continuously, you know, tries to tug at the leash, you tug it back, give it a treat and say, like, this is how I want you to behave. Right. Like I, I watch dog trainers a lot and it's it's about rewarding the correct like behavior over and over again. So it's like doing that with your mind. And I did it for the first time yesterday where I actually sat without intention to get information, without anything. I sat 
and had a 20-minute um, meditation. I did it again today, but yesterday I sat with the 20-minute meditation and with the intention to just be present. And I did that process. And then at some point in the meditation, I already told you this, Ambie, but at some point in the meditation, I like went into another kind of state. It was like I wasn't asleep, but I wasn't really awake. It was like, yeah, like a trance state or like a a meditative state, whatever you want to say. I was just in a kind of slightly different space. And I heard the same way you'd hear in a dream someone talk to you. I heard someone say, a man's voice say, which was crazy that I knew it was a man. It was, um, I heard him say, the doctor is good. The doctor is good. And I came out of that. Was going, he British? Because you say it like a British person. Well, He I mean, said it just like that. It wasn't British. It was just like, the doctor is good. Because when I hear the ARC-9, they sound like, like yeah, they sound like they have an accent. Does yes. that make sense? No, no, it does. I thought of that today. I was like, maybe that was the ARC-9 because it sounded in their cadence. It was like, the doctor is good. Yeah, the doctor is good. And I just remember coming out and being like, did, where did I hear that? Did I just hear that? Wait, well, the doctor is good. And then I start arguing in my mind. I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not... And to your point, Ambie, it's like, I definitely didn't say that because I don't think the doctor is good. I don't (laughs) like the doctor. (laughs) I was arguing with whoever said that. But it felt very, it felt, you know what the energy was like? It was just like, you know, it's okay to go to the doctor. That's okay. It's not a big deal. It's okay. And so I finally kind of, after I came out of the meditation and I was like talking to my mom, I was like, you know what? Just fucking go to the doctor, Alexa. Like, what is your problem? Just go. You're asking what to do. Just this go to the ridiculous. Doctor. Yeah. But my point is, my point is, I have not, I have not, my intention was not actually to receive information. My intention was to be present with myself and with the infinite potential of reality, right? Because again, going back to this book, Dr. Joe Dispenza is like, if you're hooked into the past or the present, you cannot reach a new reality. You're, you're, you have no space for that. So it's just going to hook you right into the old program. So like, that's why shit never changes, dude. And so my intention was to be in this space of openness so that something new can happen and something new happened. I kind of like, I received this in a new way that I ever have. And I listened and I followed through on it. But the point is, it just, so, so my, my perspective on meditation at this point is like, even though I think it's, you can go into a intuitive space, right? Or a meditative space to get intuitive information. I do think there is a difference between quote, meditation and like feeling into something, which I have not been, I've been thinking they're the same, you know? I've been thinking like, oh, I'm meditating. I'm going into this intuitive space to get some information, but that's not meditating. That's my perspective now. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I feel like if you can't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with guided meditations, like I used to do I a don't lot either. of guided meditations. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I've heard some people say that that's not really meditating. Like, what the fuck is it then? Mm-hmm. Like, I I feel like we're always at this competition level of, well, I'm not as good as this person because I need a guided meditation. What? Yeah. No, like absolutely not. It's absurd. And if I remember hearing someone say that if meditation is triggering you, then call it something different. Mm. Call it just sitting with yourself. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're just relaxing and sitting with yourself. That's how I started doing it. Because I I do think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to relax, which is kind of crazy. 
Um, it's an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, I mean, we like, I understand. I understand why we do it. We do it because we think there's value in hustling and there's value in like, go, 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 go. And I, I'm not a value if I'm not doing that, which I get that. I, I feel that way in, in a few aspects, but it, it is nice to just sit and be still with yourself. And so if the word meditation triggers you because you think you're not doing it right, then just call it, I just sit down and shut my mouth. I love that. Or like me time or something, something cute. Cause yeah, that at the old, at the root of it, that, I mean, that's why you're doing it, right? You're do again, you're doing it so you can connect with yourself, not with programs of yourself that aren't really who you are. They're just things you've been doing or thinking or ways you've been acting, right? It's like you want to be able to have control over um, your mind and what you plug into each day. And I think that, like you said, it's like um, we're so addicted to this idea of like doing and accomplishing and like competing. And it's like, you know, if you can just set 15 or 20 minutes to just have time with yourself where you don't have to do that. You're not you it's not about accomplishing, it's about being. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is that I remember or even 10 minutes, but I I remember um I did this guided meditation. It was one of my first guided meditations that I had ever done. And they walk you through like this down the stairs. And if you ever listen again, my guided meditation, that is where I took it from. Anyway, they walk you down the <laughs> stairs to relax you. And then you go outside and there's a field of grass and in the grass, there's flowers and the flowers represent everything that is causing you pain in this mm. life. And you put it in a paper bag. Right. Mm. And I remember that as I was doing this, I started sobbing. I was in a really dark place in my time, in my life. And I started sobbing and I watched myself like ripping these weeds out of the ground. They weren't flowers. They were dead flowers or weeds and putting it into the bag. And as I was putting it into the bag, they were turning into like this liquid goo. And I remember thinking like, this doesn't make any sense. And now, obviously, I get it. Like, it makes sense. I was in a really bad place in, in my life. I was really depressed and sad and um, just paying attention to a lot of scary things going on in the world. Mm. And so that's the information that I got. Now, is that from my subconscious? Is it from infinite intelligence? They could be the same. But, um, but it was really interesting. So sometimes the information that you get won't make sense at the time because you can't see it yet. I love that. I love that visual. Wait, is that in the visualization you recorded or the one that you got it? That no, part? that's the that's the person that <clears throat> did it. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Actually, as soon as you started talking about it, it made me emotional. It made me think about like, why do I really not? Why do I? Yeah. Why do I really not want to? Like, why do I not like the doctors? And why do I not like things like that? And like, it just made me. I don't know. That's why I asked him, like, where did you get that meditation? Because it sounds really, for some reason, the visual, the visual really like appealed to me. It's a, I'll try to find it. It's in my my old email. I'll try to find it and send it to you if I can. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, let me read some comments from Facebook because people have been saying some really interesting things. So Carrie Fox, hi Carrie. Hey Carrie. Said someone once explained to me. 
that thoughts during meditation are the same as clouds passing by. You see them, acknowledge them, and then let them drift away. I love that. I think that is very powerful. Uh, Thank you for sharing that, Carrie. Caroline Benavides says, not to change gears, but can you jump meditate? Meaning, can you... Meaning, I can join the space of the other person's meditation. That's pretty cool. It's kind of like if you guys have the Oculus Quest, the Oculus, when you, like, watch a movie with someone. This show is sponsored by Oculus. Yeah. By virtual reality. But (laughs) we wish. Um, If you're out there, Oculus, we'll do it. We'll do it. (laughs) We'll do it. Um, (laughs) But, you know, in that, in Oculus, if you have an Oculus and, like, your friend who lives in, you know, other side of the world has an Oculus, you guys could both watch a movie together and look over and see each other's avatars, like, standing next to each other so it feels like you're watching it together. That's nice. So it's kind of the same thing as, like, you can join the space of the other person's meditation. I mean, I don't know, Caroline, but... um, That sounds more like astral traveling to me. Yeah, yeah. That's like astral traveling. Totally. Love that. Um, she said, asking because I've been able to go into people's space and, quote, open doors or close them to get to a deeper meditation or just to be together and exist. Yeah. So you're so you think she's astral traveling? And that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Or astral projecting. Yeah. Like just going in there. Yeah. Kivana just said, I imagine you can just like you can engage with others during astral projection. Totally. That's so cool. That's fun. We um, should talk about astral projection or astral travel. Yeah, like someone on here that's like really good at it. If you they, guys know anybody, let us know. They have schools that teach you how to astral project and travel, like legit schools that you go to to learn how. Um, I heard it on some other podcasts, and it was like a very professional person. So I would like that person on the show. I can find them today. I remember I was fascinated by their interview. Um, this is how the show's done, guys. This yeah, is it right here. <laughs> this is behind the scenes. This is the magic. Ashley Yukich said, meditation also slows our brain wave state down. This can help us tap into your subconscious during dreaming and allow us into a lucid state. Yes, exactly. Um, it can get you, I think it's like a theta, like the theta state is where you want to go. Um, but yeah, exactly. That's a lot of, that's a big part of this book as well, Becoming Supernatural, like seeing all the different brainwave changes and like which areas of the brain are light up, lit up. And it's, I don't know, it's just so fascinating. I, I'm still obsessed with um, science meeting spirituality. I think it's so exciting. I think there's so much to be done in this area. I think like we haven't even like scratched the surface. And so I'm really looking forward to the next few years because I feel like there's going to be a lot more people than just like Dr. Joe Dispenza doing or heart math or whoever. There's a few people doing it, but I feel like there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be like explaining why things happen. Because for me, I was telling Ambie this earlier, like for me, I need to know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I need to understand um, and I need to see it because I'm very visual. If I, if that happens, I feel like it's, I mean, it's the same way that like when you hear about stories and people who've experienced things, it allows you to realize that you have the capability to experience that same thing because you're also a human, right? So it's like Mm -hmm. when someone gives me statistics and examples and like lays it out for me visually, I'm like, oh shit, like this could really work, you know, like this could really help. So anyway. See, for me, I feel like if I'm just going to touch on that, I feel like Having, having the scientific 
like to me, having the scientific community in that aspect doesn't mean as much as my own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. Because I know what I've experienced and what other people, like for example, astral projection. I've never astral projected. However, there are a few keys that almost every person experiences when they astral project or astral travel. Mm -hmm. To me, that is as valid as a scientific study because you are getting multiple people saying the same thing. How is that possible? Not everybody is lying. You know what I mean? So or like making it up in their head. So for me, or like remote viewing, for example, and they have been able to prove that scientifically and I get that, but, but different or, or connecting into loved ones like that have passed away. Like for me, I feel like there are a lot of things that we may never be able to explain scientifically. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. I totally agree. It doesn't agree. mean that I don't believe in science. I just want to point that out there. Oh yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I, to clarify for me, I think what I'm saying is less about like, like when people share their experiences, do I need science to believe that those experiences happen? No. However, and do I need science to know that my experiences happened? Absolutely not. However, um, when it comes to something that I'm in my life working on and it feels very big, oh, I'm breaking up and I don't know why. Um, When it comes to something in my life that I'm working on and it feels very large and like I haven't been able to transcend it yet. Mm -hmm. Can you Mm -hmm. hear me? Yep, I can. Okay. Can you hear me? I'm breaking up on my end. Okay. And I haven't been able to transcend it yet. And then somebody lays out examples for me of not only like what happened, but showing me like physically what's happening. Mm-hmm. it helps me buy into it more and invest more time in it. Because like I said, there's so, I mean, there's so many people that are like, oh, if you do this process and you envision that like a big golden light is like coming down and blah, 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 blah. I mean, there are infinite processes like that, right? Everybody has right, a different right. one. There's infinite ones you could use. Yeah. For me, what I would usually do is I'd be like, oh, that one sounds cool. I'll use that for like a week, maybe a few days. And then I'll be like, I don't really know if this is doing anything. And I'll go on to the next one, right? Like, I'll just kind of keep going. For me to commit to a process and a practice, right, it's like when you show me, when you merge the spirituality with the science and you show me the results that have happened and then you show me like what's actually happening so I know that I'm doing it correctly, I'm knowing that I'm doing the process, that helps me say, okay, I'll commit to this. I'll commit to this because I want this change that bad. And I also am seeing how it physically works, and I know that I can achieve that. So Why don't you get that muse thing? What muse? The, the meditation thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I don't know, because I don't know that I need that. I think I, I But don't. that's what it's doing. It's telling you, like, when your brain waves hit a certain point, then you're in, like, the meditative state, right? And how long you've stayed in there um, compared to, like, your active wa- brave waves and all of that jazz. So you have that at home. How much is it? Mm-hmm. It's not very expensive. expensive. It's like 200. You would think it would be sponsored by us, but no. Again, it is not. Maybe in the future. Maybe in the future. I would like that. Actually, I think if while we're not sponsored by them, if I'm going to be honest, that would fuck me up because then every time I didn't achieve that level, I would be like, I suck. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. It goes back to that competition. Yeah. And that's the thing. I'm not 
I don't, I'm looking at it now. It's like, it provides real-time feedback. Muse is an immersive meditation device that provides real-time feedback on your mental activity, heart rate, breathing, and body movements. Yeah. And so like, it gets, the background noise gets louder when you're not in the right brave wave and then softer when you are in the ideal brain wave. Okay. Maybe I will get it. I don't know. <laughs> I'll look into it. Muse, reach out to us if you want us to try it live on air. Um, but that I mean, that's so boring. Yeah, Go probably. Ahead. Probably. But I guess that I'm just saying <sighs> I need to know that, like, something I'm in. I don't know about you guys, but lately I've been feeling very tired in terms of, like, there's so many things to try. There's so many things you could do for whatever you're dealing with. And a lot of the time things are effective, but, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I get tired. I get tired of trying all the things, you know, and, and when there's something that you really feel like you're kind of dealing with that you really are just like, I'm so done with this. I'm so done with feeling this way. It's like you want to know that whatever you're investing your time into is really going to give you the results is what I'm saying. So that's why I really love this book is I think I'm finally ready to like see beyond just like someone else's experience and my experience. It's like I want to see the evidence that if I put time into something, it's going mm-hmm. to change X, Y, and Z. So that's well, all. Well, I think that's – I mean, I think that's cool. Like then you should absolutely <laughs> go for it. I don't know what to say to that because like I don't, I don't know. I just disagree. Right. And you, it's not, you don't have to, I might've disagreed with my, I might've disagreed with myself one month ago. Like, but right now it's, you know how everything comes to you at the exact time you need it. It's like, that's what it feels like. It's like, this is what you need. And it's really crazy. You know what I was thinking recently? I'm like, man, I feel like I'm becoming more like my husband. (laughs) We should title this show. I want to title this episode thoughts by Alexa and just have like different, like, we should do a whole segment dedicated to Alexa's thoughts. You know what? I isn't that what the like, podcast is on my end? Is, isn't that what I do? <laughs> I thought that's what I was doing. Oh, uh, sometimes I wish that Nike still did the YouTube channels because this is a good one today. <laughs> but, like with me and my coffee and then like my, and me like, and my perfect, fucked up eye. Yeah, this would be a good one. Okay, go ahead. It, what if I were if I were editing it, I would put like a cartoon like bad guy, evil eye like eye over here that was like always looking at like, <laughs> like always a shifty eye, always yeah. looking around. Hey, Ambie, the good thing, the good news is this is recorded. We could still do it. <laughs> yeah, the possibilities are infinite. Oh wait, someone gave you like a review. Hold on, Kivana said, Uh-oh. I had a reading with Ambie, and she verified that I astral projected and talked to a blue alien. She also gave me advice on asking my guides to chill out on it because it's physically exhausting the next day. Crazy. That's cool. That's so cool, Kivana. So you, like, naturally Thanks, astral Kivana. project. Yeah, some people do. Yeah. Maybe. Do you remember your dreams a lot? I have, uh, yeah. Well, pieces of them. You, okay. I have astral projected before, though. Because hmm. maybe you're, like, working in your dream state, and that's why you're tired during the day. But I'm not – well, I am tired during the day, but when I said I was tired, I meant I'm, like, mentally exhausted. Oh, never mind. Rewind. <laughs> Take it back. 
I mean, I think I am working a lot in my dream state. I know that each night recently, my dreams have been, it's like I'm with a ton of people and I do have the feeling like I'm, I'm working on something. Like there's something that like I'm, there's a goal to my dream. I've been um, having a lot of sex dreams lately. I don't know. What oh my is. gosh. With, can you tell us any more? No, I'm not going to tell everybody anything else. Goodness. Oh, I know I did have a dream the other night about um, Blake from Workaholics. The Workaholics is like a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that show. That was an older show. Yeah, Blake's yeah. the one with the long curly hair. Yeah, He's so yeah, funny. Yeah. So my my husband knows how I just I'm obsessed with all of it. Oh, my God, Ambie. They're going to. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is real life. I just got so excited. So okay, so I'm, Go ahead. let me back up. I'm obsessed with Workaholics. I, me and my husband used to like watch the show all the time. I'm obsessed with um, Blake, the guy with the like curly long hair because I just think he's like the funniest guy ever. Ever. So, but I'm obsessed with all of them. They came out with a podcast recently and I'm obsessed with the podcast. So anyway, I heard them on the podcast. Um, first of all, I had a dream about Blake the other night. It wasn't crazy, but it was like, I was hanging out with Blake and I was, and my husband's like, oh yeah, like tell whatever. We were joking about that. But anyway, then yesterday me and my husband are walking, uh, we're sorry, we're driving in the car, listening to the workaholics podcast. And they talk about how Adam, Adam Devine, is filming um, that HBO show in Charleston right now. And they were all like, yo, let's plan a weekend this summer that we're all going to come visit you. And I was like, oh my God, what if me and Ambie bump into all of the workaholics guys when we're in Charleston? I will die. I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. Situation where I would be like, hey, nice to meet you. And you'd be like, you think that I would be silent? I think you would just be like, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you would freak out. You think out. you I don't would know. be chill? I'm just like, I don't think I would fangirl over them, but I don't know. I fangirled over Dane Cook, so who fucking knows what I would do? <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't I suddenly... even like Dane Cook that much, and truly, I was like real hyped about it for a minute. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I just watched uh, Employee of the Month, which starred yeah. Dane Cook again, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, I've, I've. M- met most of the people in that movie. I well, I talked to Dane Cook with you. Right. I the guy who plays um from Napoleon Dynamite, the you know, the bag boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skinny guy. I've been to his house. I have a picture with him. We're like taking nun we're having nunchucks together. The um and then Andy Dick, I had I when I was in Hollywood, I had a through a party, he came to it. He was tripping out on like shrooms or something. I've heard a lot of crazy things about him. Yeah, and then he heard the cops were coming and he begged me, he's like, please hide me, please hide me. So I like took him outside, but I thought it was like a way to hide him, but actually it just let him out on the street. He's like, what are you doing? Let me back in. Let me back in. Oh my God. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, I don't, I don't trust you anymore. He was like, just saying all like weird stuff. It was, anyway, there's all those people in that movie. And then Dak Shepard, who I'm like obsessed with, but I haven't met yet, but I'll manifest that too. Anyway, we're going to manifest meeting the workaholics guys when we're in Charleston. Can you manifest me meeting Mark Wahlberg? Is that like your dream person? I, I mean, there's things that I don't like oh about my. him, but I've had a crush on him for a while. Oh my God, I had no idea. I'm so happy to know this information. I had no idea. I had no idea. Um. Okay, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Wow. I mean, it, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um. Wait, okay. Shira goes, okay, back up. We got what really was- off track. We need to like go back on track. <laughs> go ahead. Shira goes, okay, back up. What was the convo with Dane Cook um, on we were Clubhouse? In Clubhouse. We've had two conversations with him, actually, both of us. So, no, I've only had one. 
Oh shit. Okay. Well, I've had two. So the first conversation was on his was birthday. when on his birthday, and he had just gotten on Clubhouse, so nobody really knew he was on Clubhouse yet. And I see "Happy Birthday to Me," Dane Cook, and I'm thinking this is a joke. There's no fucking way. So I go into the room. There's like eight people in this room. And I'm like, holy shit, it's really Dane Cook. And so like, I ping Alexa and I'm like, get in here. And because I didn't know who else. And I come nobody else was on Clubhouse yet. And I come into the room and it's just Dane Cook and Ambie on stage. And I'm like, what and did we're I having miss? A conversation. What did we're I having miss? A fucking conversation. But I didn't I don't know. Even know about what. I thought you guys like. I was like, oh my god, like they're having a room together. Like I did not know that. Like I. <laughs> no, no, we were just having a conversation, and uh, okay. So that was the first time. And then Alexa got on stage and asked him questions and stuff like that. And asked he DM'd, him a really good question. And he told and me he to DM him. him on Instagram, and I did, and he had DM me back. Oh my god, yeah. fangirl. okay okay that was before like everybody was on clubhouse okay second time was when he had a room of literally like four or five hundred people and it was a really big room and someone that was running his room follows me on instagram i don't want to say who it is but they follow me on instagram they private message me on Instagram and they say, hey, I see that you're in the room. I'm going to bring you up as soon as I can. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What the fuck is happening right now? So he brings me on stage. He tells me in the back chat, like, ask Dane, whatever you want to ask him. Okay. So I ask him, um, how should, I don't remember. It was like business advice. Like, I don't know what to ask Dane Cook. So I asked him business advice. Not a good question to ask him. But what ended up happening was me telling 500 people, 400 people in this room that I'm a psychic medium and all of this stuff. Okay. Someone in that room who we had on the show said, do you do readings in person or via like, uh, over the phone? I go over the phone and he goes, so just like clubhouse. And I'm thinking, Oh shit. And he goes, so do you see where this is going? And I'm like, Oh God. And I go, Maybe like, it's just so quiet. Maybe. Cause I'm thinking he's going to make me give Dane cook and he can't make me, but he's going to advise me to give Dane cook a fucking reading in front of all of these people. Yeah. I, my intuition was not on because that is not at all what he said, but Dane cook was not into like the psychic. He was not into the reading. He didn't want to do it. So thank God. But I was like scared <laughs> out of my damn mind. Yeah, he was not into, I remember like maybe it was that same room or another room. Somebody else who was modding the room was like, okay, now we're going to have these, uh, the, the, like the masters of laughing or something like that are going to come in here. And they brought in these two people who were like, hello, we're blessed to be here. We are, they had like a joint account where it was a picture of the two of them. And it was something about laughing where they were like, oh, the laughing yogis. That's what they were called. The laugh, we're the laughing yogis. And Dane was like, okay, I guess, like, it's like, I'm being told we're going to have these people. Hi, what are you guys all about? And they're like, well, hello. Okay, so our job is to make everybody laugh. And it was very kind of a woo-woo sort of thing. And Dane Cook was like, okay. And you could tell he was, like, really not into it. And they made everybody, like, laugh whether they wanted to or not. And it was, like, pretty awkward. But then it ended up okay. But then after Dane Cook was like, all right, well, thanks for that. See you later. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely, like, not 
down yeah, with any of this. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to give someone a reading that it would like goes against their religious beliefs or it goes yeah. against like, or they I, don't I wouldn't want to do that. For. Exactly. Like I wouldn't want to bombard someone and be like, you want to get a reading live yeah. here? Here we go. Let me tell you about so, your life. Yeah. Let me tell um, you about your deep By the way, if you skipped this episode because you thought it was about meditation and you're like, I know how to meditate, you messed up. Well, they're not listening now. I know, but other people will tell them. <laughs> That's right. You tell all the other people that skip this one. I'm just the fuck off. I'm just no, kidding. I'm joking. I'm just joking. We would never tell you guys that. We love you. Never. Um, all right. Well, announcements. Wait, we have announcements. Yeah, I was moving. I was moving. Oh, on sorry. Me. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So let's see. First of all, I just want to say I'm so excited because next week I'm going to be in South Carolina with Ambrosia and we're going to be doing our live event. Um, I look like a newscaster. I'm super excited about this yeah. situation. Yeah. Very fancy. Um, and uh, we're going to see a lot of you there because our event is sold out. Woo-hoo! 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 Um, okay, cool. So... <laughs> So the Inner Bloom Experience boxes, the unicorn boxes, unicorn theme boxes. So these boxes, we have updates on these. So first of all, uh, this box is definitely going to be, it's just going to be so bright, colorful, fun. We're really, we really learned a lot from doing the first box. And so this box is going to be super awesome and special and we have someone very special that's part of it as well. However, there is a new addition to this box that we want to mention, which is that um, we are going to include in each box, you're randomly going to get assigned a experience with a practitioner that is a part of our inner bloom community. So it can be someone who's a psychic, it can be someone who's a healer, it can be someone who is a, I don't know, they do something really unique and weird. But we are grabbing a bunch of people that we know, that we know are awesome at what they do, and we are going to, they're essentially going to offer mini sessions to everyone who gets a box, and basically depending what box you get is what experience you get. You're not gonna know until you get the box which experience you got. So we're going to let the universe decide, but we, so, um, there's been so many people that we've had on the podcast and that we know within the community. We really want to keep it to people that we know within the community that we already work with, that we know what their services offer. Um, there have been so many of you guys that are a part of the, um, Facebook group and the private community and things like that. Um, and so we are, I am going to be reaching out to you today, if not today, tomorrow, oh wait, today's going to be Wednesday when you hear this. So I will have already reached out to you at this point, but, um, it's going to be really special because it's not going to be people that you don't know. Um, they're going to be people that are pretty active in the community. So it's really exciting. And to get to work with these familiar faces and really see them in their talent and their special gift is going to be really exciting too. And it helps a small business. So win, 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 win. Yeah, these boxes are really opportunities for us to filter like all kinds of things back into the community, even the community back into the community. It's like really cool way that we get to promote products and people that we really love. So um, stay tuned for that. And if you want to get in on the unicorn boxes, uh, we only have once we hit 50, we're done. So we and you only have two more weeks to get in on it, I believe. What's today? Yeah. Until the end of June. 
Um, so make sure that you order. Uh, and if you've already ordered and you want to get this box, like your order should renew. So no worries about that. Um, and yeah, the boxes will be sent out uh, towards the end of July. So if you want to get in on that, you can click the link in our show notes, and that's how you can order your box. Uh, And then the second announcement is about our upcoming retreat in April 2022 in Bali. Do you want me to – I have a pulled up. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay. So – um, we are so excited because we are doing a retreat in Bali. It is going to be April 4th, 2022 till April 11th, 2022. Like good numbers. 11, 11, or not 11, 11, 11, four, two, four, two, two, four, 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 11. I like it. It's seven days, six nights. <clears throat> Everything is included from the transportation from the airport to the resort. The resort is a floating leaf resort, just in case you guys want to look that up. All of this information is on our website as well. Um, All of the meals are included. We get a welcoming dinner, welcoming uh, farewell dinner. We are going into the Balinesian culture. We get yoga and meditation classes every day. We're going to be offering surf lessons, um, secret waterfall and um, temple tour, a purification ceremony in their sacred water temple. Um, they, we're also going to get, uh, Bali fire dancers. That's going to be really fun. Um, what else? And then also included in that it's not just a vacation with us. There is the retreat aspect. So because this retreat is seven days and six nights, we have more leeway and more time to do all of the fun things. Like the things I just mentioned with, um, the Balinesian people and surf lessons and massages and all of that. But at the core of it, it is a retreat. And so you still get the um, the EFT tapping, you get the readings, you get channeling with the ARC-9. And then we also do different events that we don't want to tell everything, but really toning into your spirituality and helping you break down barriers and just come out the other side a better new, new version of you, like peeling off like this skin. Not that, <laughs> wait, that sounded bad. Hold on. We're going to do a human sacrifice. No, that's no. That's it not what we're doing. You, no. Where so you come. No, no. The yucky skin. That was like, okay. So <laughs> let me tell you where this idea came from. It's so bad. Okay. Time out. Have you seen the TikTok trend going around? Oh my God, Ambie. Okay. Can you say this one more time? <laughs> Yes, you had to have. Had to have. Oh, see, Carrie just said on Facebook, she said, we'll all be on our menstrual cycles shedding. Ha, ha, ha. Carrie, I love you. Okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go on to TikTok and look this shit up. They, there are people that have convinced, I'm assuming young, young men, that when women are on their periods, their skin peels off. And it's the best fucking trend that I have seen in a long time. Because the comments that are in these these videos are giving me life. Okay. Anyway, that is that is where that came from. I'm just working on peeling off my eye. <laughs> I'm so kidding. sorry, everybody. It's a goofy kind of day. Okay, I'm back. <clears throat> We're ending the podcast episode soon. Don't worry, everyone. Um, 
Do we yeah. have anyone watching us at this point? Yeah, yeah. People are laughing. People are laughing. Uh, Shira's laughing. Carrie's laughing. Thanks, Shira. Thanks, Carrie. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. We'll be doing, like, inner child work and also... Inner exor- child work, yeah. Exercises to help you connect with your intuition and all the fun woo-woo stuff. So... Uh, if you are interested in coming with us to Bali, um, the investment starts at $6,000 and, um, we do have payment plans available. And the good, the, the good thing about doing this now and having this conversation now is that we're like 10 months away. So there's a lot of time to pay this off if this is something that you want to do. So, uh, send us an email, um, click the link in our bio. It has the application form and we'll set up a time to talk to you. And we've been talking to a lot of you. It's so fun to meet you guys. And, uh, yeah, let us know. Let's all, let's, let's also, we've been talking to a lot of you who have been like, I haven't gone on a vacation in two years. So like, this is the one. And it's like, as Ambie said, it's not just a pure vacation, it's a retreat, but it's also a chance to, you know, I think during COVID, Ambie said quite a bit, she was like talking about how she regretted not traveling to all these places that she wanted to go. And so that's, this is the opportunity. Like this is the opportunity to go to the place that you want to go. Um, or at least that's what we're doing. So, yeah. yeah. So check it out. And uh, we'll talk to those of you who are interested soon. Really excited and looking forward to that. And um, anything else? Nope. I don't think we have any other announcements. All right. Well, this was a really fun this episode. Was, this has been a great roller coaster. I've really enjoyed this episode. <sighs> yeah. I needed to laugh. So I appreciate it. <laughs> Carrie goes, y'all are a mess today. <laughs> we really are. A hot mess, though. You know, like a hot mess. I took notes and so did Alexa. Maybe next time we'll just like fly by the seat of our pants and be more on track. But my note, my note was literally just Bali and unicorn boxes. That was my note. (laughs) So uh, anyway. All right, everyone. We love you so much. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.